0: Hi, everybody. I'm Tammy Davis, and I have been working on a series about a little place in Sally, South Carolina called Eudora Farms, Um, and it has just become one of my favorite new places. So today's podcast has part one, which really gives um, very practical tips for if um, if you're planning to visit this place. And then part two, I would say, is more of a like a behind the scenes, like how it all came to be kind of story. Um, and of course, both of these stories are read by uh, my friend, Cal Johnson, who just celebrated his 64th birthday. His birthday was Friday the 13th. So I need to wish him a belated happy birthday. But here he is with parts one, and two of my series on Eudora Farms.
1: Thank you, Tammy. Tammy's story this week is about animals again. She's talked about Clemson Tigers before, and Boston Eagles, Boston College Eagles. But uh, this is a different kind of animal. Uh, Tammy heard about an animal farm up in Sally, South Carolina, and decided she'd go up and look, see what they had. Tammy, Tammy, being a country girl from rural Lee County, only animals that she knew too much about was hogs and cows and horses and things like that, but she was in for a rude awakening, as she's going to tell you in this story. The story is entitled, Camels and Llamas and Zebras, Oh My, Oh My is right when she got there. Tammy began by saying, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. I kept seeing posts on Facebook about a drive through Safari Park in Sally, South Carolina. Lots of excitement about that little place, but I chalked it up to families desperate to get out during the corona quarantine days. Last weekend, I decided to check it out for myself. I expected a basic operation. Maybe something a little on the tacky side with a handful of animals. I could not have been more wrong. Simply put, Eudora Farms is wonderful. Their drive-through safari provides fun for all ages. So learn from my mistakes and make the most of your experience when you go number one if you are particular about your car do not drive it on this three mile trail animals are messy eaters and horn to cattle and goats aren't always careful number two fill up with gas five or six cars run out of gas out on the trail on busy days don't let it happen to you. Number three, go early. We arrived about five minutes before the 10 a.m. opening and were one of the first cars in. The animals were very excited to see us. Afternoon visits can mean hour long wait times if you wait till that late to go. Number four, While you're getting your admission ticket, carefully read the rules on the large sign. Bend in your mirrors like they advise. There's a reason why they tell you not to feed the zebras. Buy more food than you think you need. This is number five. You won't get another chance until almost at the end of the safari trail. We bought two buckets at $5 each and got two refills toward the end. When I go back, I'll buy four at the start. Number six, when the animals approach your car for the first time, it's intense, very intense. Hold on to your feed, your feed buckets, that is, very carefully. These animals are not shy and some have mighty big tongues. If you have young children in the back, you may want to keep their windows rolled up until they get into the experience. And number seven, it's okay to pull the bucket away from the animal. In fact, you must. I thought the small group of animals agreed greeted us at the gate were all the animals we would see. Wrong. Hundreds, maybe thousands of animals roamed the three-mile winding adventure. Pace yourself. This is number eight now. Pace yourself and ration the food. I got caught up in the excitement and Went through two buckets of food within the first two minutes. Don't do that. I hopped out of the vehicle and tried to get the food that had spilled all over the vehicle. Well, don't do that either. And there's a reason why they tell you to stay inside the car. Now, if you're worried about scratches to your car, keep your windows rolled up when the Longhorn Cattle or Mountain Ibex throw your way. If your window is down and they smell food, you might get a bump whether you like it or not. Number 10, animals have personalities. Now I recommend the calm, gentle deer for families with young or nervous kids. The adventure lovers in your group will enjoy the camel and the ostriches. Camels take their kibble very seriously. What a camel wants, a camel gets. Take that from me and also take it from me and ostriches' beak is bigger than you think and they peck aggressively. And here's a heads up. Some animals can and will reach from one side of your vehicle to the other if they spot food. Giraffes have mighty long necks. Number 11. Feeding the animals anything other than the food purchased at the Eudora Farms is strictly forbidden and that's as it should be. Be mindful of snakes in your car. The animals don't mind helping themselves. One very lively alpaca or llama snagged a boiled peanut and the Piggly Wiggly bag on my floorboard. Before I could take it from him, he pranced away and glanced over his shoulder with the look of an animal who knew he had gotten away with something very naughty. And for the safety of the animals, put away all human snakes. Number 12. Open one window at a time. We made the rookie mistake of keeping both windows down the whole time. And while one person was feeding, the other was usually taking photos or videos. Now, if your back is turned to watch the excitement going on at one window, you may get a nudge or even a wet tongue from an animal wanting a treat at the other window. To maximize the experience and reduce having slobber run down your neck, it's probably best to have one window down at a time. Number thirteen, there is a refill station but it is almost at the very end if they could have a spot about five minutes into the safari they would make a fortune i'm guessing i'm not the only person to go through all the food very quickly my first trip to eudora farms will not be my last but it might not be for everyone if you don't want to mess in your car don't go if you don't want to find pellets of animal food and your shoes and in your purse and for goodness sakes maybe even in your bra then you do not need to go but if you want to laugh and get great photos and marvel at god's creatures eudora farms is the place for you if you want to get up close and personal with ostriches and deer and longhorn cattle and zebras and camels then plug 210 salem lane sally south carolina zip code 29137 in your gps Throw on some old clothes Grab your fun-loving friends, hop in your family's oldest vehicle, and hit the road. Go ahead and Google the difference between a llama and an alpaca, or an alpaca. I'll save you the trouble and tell you the small cow with long hair is a Shetland. Enjoy your morning in Sally, South Carolina. Share your videos and pics on social media from South Carolina's must, newest, must-do adventure. And remember, I warned you about the zebras. In last week's podcast, Tammy, began her story with these words, When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Now, that's a little hard for Tammy to admit, but she did say them. She had heard about a place in Sally, South Carolina called Eudora Farms. You know the old saying, seeing is believing? Well, she had been hearing about it, so she went to see it, and that's when she started believing it. Eudora Farms in Sally, South Carolina, is a place that everyone needs to see if you like animals. This week's story is about a dreamer, the man that started Eudora Farms. He had a dream, and Sammy to, Tammy, Tammy tells us all about it. She begins by saying, imagine getting a private tour of Disneyland, led by Walt Disney himself. And that's how I felt as I walked to the Eudora Farms property in Santa, South Carolina, with owner and entrepreneur Mark Nisbet. I've always heard that every great dream begins with a dreamer. In this story, the dreamer is Mark Nisbet, who had the dream of bringing people to his 120-acre property filled with hundreds of exotic animals. Before Corona hit, Nisbet's business model meant animals for hire. He and his staff took the animals to fairs and fundraising events. The animals starred in birthday parties and Live nativities. When his customers went into quarantine and events got canceled, Nisbet knew he needed a plan B. Nisbet had lots of ideas. Dreamers usually do. He had a long-term plan and a timeline, but Corona created a sense of urgency. Nisbet's kids were home from college, so he had extra hands. Time to get that drive through safari up and running. He set an opening date of May the 8th. Now they sent out a few flyers and posted on Facebook. And the night before opening day, he got on his riding lawnmower and cut a path for cars to follow. Successful dreamers must also be good planners. Nisbet had no idea if anyone would show up, but he had two porta potties just in case. At first morning, two or three cars sat waiting for the gates to open. Nisbet took that as a good sign. Two or three turned into six or seven, and the numbers continued to grow. On busy days, 800 to 900 cars might make the trip to tiny Sally, South Carolina. Tammy says that she thinks everybody needs to go to Eudora Farms. You'll make memories to last a lifetime, and she's willing to bet that your first trip won't be your last. Here's her recommendation, a touring plan, so to speak. If you're taking kids, buy the all-access pass. $40 for a carload of up to six people lets you do everything. For adults, just do the $20 drive through Safari. But either way, go ahead and get four buckets of food at $5 each. If you can, get two buckets of feed and two buckets of carrots. Arrive a little before 10 o'clock and do the drive through safari first. And Tammy says that on her second visit, she started in the safari around 12.30, and there was big difference with the later start. A middle-of-the-day adventure is still fun, but the animals make you work a little harder for it. Most people spend an hour and a half to two hours on the three mile safari trail. If you bought the all access pass, you'll head towards the tents and park. Wutan, the appropriately named baby camel, will greet you. At eight months old, he's playful and affectionate, and he enjoyed some tug of war with the strap of her bag. The staffers told me that he might bite, but that it doesn't hurt, and she was exactly right. It felt just like a mild chomp. After hanging out with Wu-Tan and his buddies in the petting zoo, walk all the way down to the picnic tables for an early lunch or a quick snack. Now, if you didn't bring anything from home, the local volunteer fire department has food for sale and there are a few vendors. Since we missed the South Carolina State Fair, you might enjoy some pig racing while you eat. The announcer makes it fun with lots of audience participation. Next, move on to the parakeets. As for feeding sticks, they're included in the price and add to the experience. You might get lost in the moment of this space, and that's the point. After the parakeets, it's time to meet Bubba and take a camel ride. If Eudora Farms had a superstar lineup, 30-year-old Bubba would be at the top. I've always heard that camels were mean, and smelled bad, and were known to spit. But these camels must not have been raised in the South. I found Eudora Farm's camels delightful. Small town camels must be like small town people, friendly and well-mannered. The camel ride might feel like the highlight of the day but another treat awaits. Head over to meet Elliot the giraffe. You may feel like you're going somewhere off limits because this part of the farm is still under construction, but don't let that stop you. Head to the giraffe barn and ask the staff person for carrots. Make sure to notice the black parts of Elliot's tongue. That's a giraffe's built-in sunscreen. You don't realize how big a giraffe is until you're standing beside a giraffe. Now, I'm about five foot two inches and could walk under it yet. Eudora Farms is at that sweet spot of being busy without being crowded. Take your time and enjoy this beautiful creature. The Elliot experience alone makes the drive worthwhile. The giraffe barn is just part of what will eventually be the next phase of Eudora Farms. Yes, Nisbet has big dreams for his place. It's clear that Mark loves each animal on his farm. He doesn't allow the staff to treat any animal like livestock. He says the animals are the stars of the show and should be treated as such. As we walked the property, Nisbet stopped to pick up any piece of trash, and I'll bet Walt Disney did the same thing. Nisbet is proud, and he should be. His dream of a drive-through safari is a good one, and dreams are meant to be cherished. music mm-hmm.